everyone. How's it going? We're back with the Infatuation Podcast. Hope you're all doing great out there. We are taking a virtual trip to Melbourne, Australia, and speaking with a quartet of women that make up Invictus Quartet. Welcome to the podcast, Invictus! Yay! <laughs> so there's four of you, maybe there's only one of me. Maybe you guys can introduce yourselves. Yeah, um, I'm Nisa, and I play violin. I'm Beck. I also play violin. I'm Jin, and I play the viola. And I'm Annika, and I play the cello. All right. Do you guys just normally always introduce yourself violins first <laughs> and, <laughs> and viola? <laughs> no, not at all. But maybe we should. <laughs> that kind of worked nicely. <laughs> That's our routine. Yeah. Hey, uh, question for you. I watch a couple blogs of people in Melbourne and they do like Asian restaurants. I don't know if you've heard of like Chani Day or any of those uh, YouTubers, but they make the Asian food scene in Melbourne look really, really good. Can you, can you concur? Is the Asian food scene in Melbourne 10 out of 10? Yes. Yes, it's very good. Yeah, okay. So definitely should put that on my list. I've never been, so it's definitely on my list now. Do you have any favorites? Any local? Do you guys all live near each other or any favorite places to grab a bite? Um, Have you heard of Box Hill? No. It's a suburb in Melbourne and it's very, yeah, a lot of many, many, many Chinese restaurants. Um, Uh, I'd say, yeah, basically anywhere in Box Hill, you'd have a good time. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah everywhere you go, yeah. there's so much Asian food mm. and so diverse as uh, well now. Okay, mm. yeah, no, definitely. I got to put that on the list. <laughs> hey, can we dig into your roots a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. I, I don't know if I want to do this, but... You uh, do, you uh, do. Okay, so first of all, okay, good, good. Can I try to guess your ethnicity <laughs> purely based on your last name? Yeah. Okay, this could be a disaster. <laughs> I might edit this out. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, I'll start with Annika. Cho could be Korean or could be Chinese, but I'm going to guess Korean. Correct. Very good. Okay. All right. Good. One for one out of four so far. And then Nisa, are you Southeast Asian Thai? Oh, I'm, I am half Thai. <laughs> nice. Nice. How do you say your last name? It's... Um, Sang Wan Sri. Sang Gran... Sang... San... 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 Guan Sri. Guan Sri. Okay. <laughs> You know, as far as Thai names go, that's, that's relatively short for a Thai last name. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> All right. Now, the, the next two are kind of hard because I'm trying to narrow it down. Uh, I'm going to go, so Jin, I'm going to go, okay, so Chinese, but I'm going to go Cantonese Chinese. Wow. What the heck? I'm actually so impressed. <laughs> okay. No one even guesses Chinese oh, usually, let alone you got the right region. Going to well. Cantonese, yeah. Dang. Really? Okay, yeah, all right. I'm so well, impressed. I, I know some people with the last name of Tong, so I, I know that it's a li- it can be Cantonese. Oh, my surname's actually Long. <laughs> oh, Long. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, no, definitely have to edit that out. Okay, <laughs> okay but I got it, though. I still got yeah, it. All right. So impressed. Uh, and then Beck Wong. Now, Wong, you know, there's so many Wongs in the world. You yeah. can be almost anything, but I'm going to go. you got to guess my region as well. Uh, region. I'm gonna go. Okay, so mainland China. Mm-hmm. Very good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go southern China too. Guangdong province. Nah. Uh, northern. Northern, way north. Like my both my parents are from Beijing. Oh, Beijing. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, man, almost yeah. had four out of four. What about you? But, uh, what's What's your last name? So my last name is Chin, which okay. is weird. 
because it's probably、uh, more common to be Chan or Chun. Okay. But so my, my ancestors would have been from this area called Taishan,、mm. or it's in the south. A lot of people, so my, my family came over in the gold rush in San、mm. Francisco.、Oh, And、wow. so, like, they, I think the immigration office just kind of got, got funny with it and just、yeah. took it and turned it into Chin. So it's kind of funny. But yeah, southern China would be my roots, but I, I you know, born here in a couple generations. Wow. Nice. But yeah, okay, that's very cool. So, when you were growing up in Melbourne, it, it's a very diverse city, yeah? So, were there moments when you were growing up where you felt a little bit more in touch with your Asian roots, or, or is there any moment where you felt a little detached from your Asian roots?、Um, I think, even though there were a lot of Asians, I think I can say for all of us growing up, like especially in primary school, it, it was still hard being、mm. Asian. Yeah.、Mm -hmm. And I think for me, like, Many times I, would, I did wish that I,、uh, I wish I was white, I wish I was popular and white.、Um, mm. But I'd say it wasn't until I think well into probably like my adulthood where I really felt comfortable and really proud to be Asian、mm. and Chinese. But yeah. yeah, we definitely still did struggle with our identity, I'd say.、Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, same here in San Francisco. There's a lot of Asians, but、yeah. you know, it's always, you're always a little different from dominant culture. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about you guys. And、um, I don't know if it's normal to start with the cello, but I want to start with Annika. So we talked about why you started playing cello. It's basically your piano teacher, and you just thought it was cool. Did you like the sound? or...、Um, my mom liked the sound. <laughs>、uh... um, she heard her playing、um, quite a lot, like at church. And so、uh -huh. she, I think. Probably got me started on that. I remember my first lesson, I think we were trying to figure out if like the posture was good for me. And like, I remember this tissue box with like rubber bands like on it as strings. <laughs> and like, I don't even know what that was for, but I remember just holding this box and like <laughs> pretending to play. And it was like, okay, yeah, we're good to go. Let's, let's, let's do this. You're ready. <laughs> let's learn the cello. <laughs> All right.、Yeah. Well, yeah, your mom and me are similar because I like the cello a lot too.、Mm. I think, you know, of the string is so, the range is so nice、mm. and, and warm, but also can be cool. It's just, it's really neat.、Yeah. It's really neat. Do you have a favorite cellist?、Um, I never had a favorite cellist growing up. I feel like as we were like learning, like, Pieces and things like that, we would always, we were always trying to like listen to different artists' interpretations and like, you know, take what we like from them. And so I think it was, well, for me, I've always been like, oh, I like this person's interpretation of this piece, but not for this. And it's、uh. always just been very different. But I think someone that I will always come back to is just Yo Yo Ma as like an artist as a whole. Like,、um, yeah. Yeah. Just the way he just loves music and loves, just, he, he just、really、celebrates、does. music and connection. Yeah.、Um, yeah. And he's just so, yeah, he's just so joyful and youthful, I think, when he talks about music and just life. Yeah. 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 Seems like a really nice guy. I saw, I saw a video of him. He was in, getting COVID vaccine and he just brought his cello down. And, and while people were、mm. in line, so this is, you know, three years ago,、mm. people, while people were in line, he just started playing.、Mm. And can you imagine you're just trying、yeah. to get in line for your, your COVID vaccine and, you know, yo yo ma is performing、mm. for you? 
<laughs> wow. So yeah, so yeah, great dude, great pick. Mm. Uh, Jin, I'm not sure if this is a sensitive topic or not, because I've I've heard there's jokes about viola, but um, <laughs> oh, what? That's the first time I've heard about that. What's that? Never. Okay, okay. No, maybe it's just me. Maybe <laughs> it's just me. But uh, <laughs> what are your favorite things about playing viola? Well, I think being in the middle of the sort of like the texture, like for example, in an orchestra. You get yeah, you get mm-hmm. to sit right in the middle of the sound, and then same thing in quartet. I think that's what I like most. Yeah. Do you, Do you have a favorite song that that there's kind of a viola lead in? Because I have one. If you don't have one. Oh. Oh. Probably Dvorak's American Quartet. Can't remember the num what number quartet it is, oh, but that okay. one starts with this really beautiful viola solo. I was gonna go with, mm. I was gonna go with the Mandalorian. Oh. <laughs> we did a cover of that recently. Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, can I play a second of it and then you guys Oh yes. Yeah. Alright, cool. So, Nisa, you said you said in an interview or on your your bio that Bugs Bunny inspired you to play violin. How did that happen? Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't actually know because my mom is the one who told me the story. Oh. So she <laughs> said that when I was three, I was watching the. I actually found it on YouTube. It's like the episode where he's doing a square dance and he's trying to escape from the the hunters. Ah. And he's uh-huh. playing violin, and then I told my parents I want to <laughs> I want to do that, and then <laughs> they like they got me a violin after like two more years because um they they didn't the mm-hmm. sh- the shop near us didn't have an available like the sixteen or thirty second well, the small one, and then the little one, yeah, yeah, and then I like tried to play at home and I started crying because I was like, it doesn't sound like Bugs Bunny. Like, I can't do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And then they were like, that's because you need lessons. <laughs> and that's how it started. <laughs> that's how it started. <laughs> that's great. That's a great story. You know, it is hard. I, my, my daughter picked it up for a minute and it, it was hard, you know, and yeah. she didn't stick with it. Yeah. So do you have any advice to someone, you know, any of you, can, any advice to someone who might be, having a kid trying to get started on violin, how did you guys keep at it to the point where you're you're professional now? I think you do have to like it to some extent. Mm. It is hard, yeah, mm. when they have no interest at all. But I don't know, balance between like kind of push them, encourage them and kind of let them figure it out on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. you have to kind of go through the stage of 
not sounding great but I think it helps when you have a good teacher like that makes it fun and like finds ways to you know help you understand how to improve well I wish I had found you guys earlier so I could have showed some of your videos to her so she could see the funness not too late okay yeah maybe maybe we'll have to dig it out of the closet (laughs) so Rebecca when you were playing when did you realize that you might make a career out of this or that this might be the thing for you? I'd say probably when I was 16. So by that time I'd been playing in like MYO, like which is Melbourne Youth Orchestra, mm-hmm. which is just, you know, just an orchestra for yeah, just kids um, who are learning instruments. It wasn't until I was 16, I think, mm-hmm. when I had performed a bit. Um, I, I just remember there'd be so many moments where I, I just feel so much and I can never express, even now I can't put into words how just the feelings that I felt while I've played music or or listening to some music. And that's it's just always been that way since I was, I'd say around 16. So I thought, I think this is what I want to do. And plus I thought about the other things that I could do and there weren't many, <laughs> like, that's kind of, with, yeah. With like the same passion, ca- yeah. Cr- num- no, yeah, like numbers make me cry. <laughs> So that, and yeah, so nothing else just made sense. I just couldn't imagine myself living a life that I would actually be happy to live doing anything else except music. That sounds like it, man. It sounds like a calling. Yeah, great. Annika, you guys, how long have you known each other? Have you guys known of each other for at least six, seven years, but longer? Yeah. um, Well, Nisa and I went to high school together. We weren't friends then, but we knew each other. I thought she didn't like me. She was in the year above and I was a bit scared of her. Um, but once we got to, I think everyone, we all met like and became friends at uni. Okay. And that was what? Yeah. Eight years ago. Mm. So was that a conservatorium yeah. or was that a uh, university of Melbourne? Yes. Um, is that the same thing? Yeah. Oh, is it the same thing? I think <laughs> it's part of university of Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, were you looking to do symphony orchestra or were you looking to do something smaller, chamber or quartet when you were in school? I feel like when we were in school, we're, I feel like our pathway was always like, oh, you know, you want to get into an orchestra or mm-hmm. it was, I think, less t- like chamber <clears throat> ensembles. Well, at yeah. least for me, I feel like the yeah. like the end goal was always mm-hmm. like... Yeah, it was like boxed into that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Jin, Invictus. Invictus is a Latin word meaning unconquered or invincible. How did you all settle on that name? So, every time someone asks this question, we hope that we have a better story to tell. But <laughs> it literally is jump on Google and search cool words. <laughs> and Invictus was, a, was on the list and we picked okay. that Okay, all right. Yeah. You know what? That works for me. <laughs> I, I can't argue. I can't argue with that. Sounds cool. Um, were there other names in the running? Did you have any other options? I imagine we would have, but yeah, I c- we did. can't, They're all can't remember. Yeah, can't remember what they are. <laughs> I think they all sounded like really flowery or soft. and like I think we liked the invincible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right. So, Nisa, what, did you ever consider going solo or what are the pros and cons of, of playing in a quartet? Um, I, I think growing up, I imagined that I would want to do solo just because, yeah, growing up, I didn't really play in that many orchestras, like until later in high school, like I 
didn't join like as many orchestras and I also had some bad experiences <laughs> in orchestras when I was little so I think yeah that's the path that I was kind of going for but in uni we obviously had to try out different things like playing orchestra playing chamber groups and yeah playing in quartet is really a lot of fun because you're you still get to make mm-hmm. your part your own so it's not um as like you don't get lost in the <laughs> sheep like yeah like as playing in an orchestra mm-hmm. which like orchestra's got its own like beauty in it as well um but yeah being solo is a bit lonely <laughs> and i think especially now i i think yeah i just can't imagine doing solo and getting as much fulfillment out of it because yeah it's just it's so nice to make music with other people and especially like with friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah you're never alone yeah <laughs> And then, and then, Beck. The other three formed up a little bit earlier than you. Mm. Do we, when you got the phone call, or what? How did you? How did you join into the group? Did you get an invitation? Did you have to audition? <laughs> yeah. So this is from my side. I actually realized I don't know what it was. What it was like on your on your end, but I I think this was 2018, and I think it was either Feb or March, maybe Feb. So the real story is I was on the toilet. And, <laughs> Wait, you told us. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I was on the toilet just scrolling, and then Jin calls and I was like oh I'm on the toilet but I, should I just call her back later but this seemed like a call that I should pick up because it was very out of the blue uh, so then I picked uh. up and then and then Jin's like yeah hey Beck um <laughs> do you want to play in this concert it's like this week or next week and we're playing like four quartets <laughs> and in that uh-huh. moment I was like um I'll think about this I'll get back to you but I think as soon as I as soon as Jin called I think my initial response was obviously shocked but I was was, I was I was really excited because I did because they formed a year earlier and I'd seen them like just pop up on my Instagram and I thought yeah this is really cool what they're doing I wish I could be a part of it so I manifested this this is Yeah, but the so moral know. of the story is always pick up when you're on the toilet. You never know. Yeah, exactly. You never you know. Never know. Yeah, you never know. That's why I'm here. Um, but I don't know when it was on your end. What happened? Like, why? Why did you just call call me and how that? I don't think I've heard this. Because we were like, Beck will be able to do it. Like, do a good job at it. Were you three together mm. at the time? We, we would have been together. Were we together? I think we were or? together at least. I, I remember I being in the I car. Don't remember. Remember. <laughs> I think we were in the car and we were like, oh my gosh, we have a concert this weekend and we need someone. I think I was there too. Yeah. I I, I remember the three of us like, just like really seriously talking about it. Like what do, how do we want to move forward? Like how do we go about this concert? We need someone to play and, but who can play this many quartets in like, like learn Mm. this many parts um, Mm Yeah. in the space of like a few days so we called back yeah and yes thankfully she was so on board to do it i don't know if i did a good job i don't think it was great enough but we survived well you're still in they didn't kick you out so that's <laughs> but it's a big decision right because it's it's you're with each other a lot i've seen you guys travel together yeah. <laughs> you have to practice every obviously. day we're together you're with Basically. each other a lot yeah yeah so. yeah yeah right it's like it's like it's like a marriage yeah Yeah. (laughs) all right hey let's talk a little little bit about music 
You know, I, I have a piece that I found on YouTube that I really like. And I was kind of surprised a little bit by it. Rachel Brewerville? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dancing on Tiptoes. Love that yeah. song. It's a nice and then I, I, was, I looked her up, and she's only like 31, 32 years yeah. old. Like she's, she's really amazing. Um, so it's not classical. You know, obviously, she's, she's young, but beautiful song. Can we listen to a minute of this? Okay, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you like this, but I love when the cellist picks the cello. Do you do you like that? Pick do you like picking or you like bowing better? Oh, oh. I didn't know what you meant. I was like, pick, pick the cello. Oh. oh, okay. Um, well, because I play guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, I think plucking is always fun. Like you can, you can. <laughs> um, I think you can get really cute with it, and there's like just more like I guess sound walls that you can explore. But I think bowing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On this piece, it really works. Oh, and we get Annika with bangs too. Oh my gosh! Oh, I forgot about that. Oh no! Those are yeah, lockdown bangs. <laughs> when the violins play in unison sometimes and then split or is is there something to that when when you see it, hear a piece and is that something that you guys like to do i love it when that happens yeah it's really nice it's because it's like a conversation so it's like we're you know saying the same mm -hmm. thing but not really it's like <laughs> com like complimenting each other it's nice do, do you do the violins ever kind of disagree over who gets to play what part or is it kind of like does someone get the ultimate decision on the violin yeah. I don't think so. I think we're we we do switch. So sometimes I'll play the other part, uh -huh. and he's will play the other one. But yeah, it's just pretty easy. We just do you want to do this? Yeah, I'll do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, sounds good. Nisa, we I talked about a second ago that you do a lot of the arranging. Um, what what is it about certain songs that make you think, oh, this would be great as a quartet, like pop songs or? Or different songs that you do is, is there something about a song that makes you think oh that'll be easy to turn into a quartet um, I think earlier I would have gravitated more towards like things that are like really straightforward like basic structure and it's easy to like put my spin on it but I've found more recently like if I just like the song I can make it work or like if there's a song that we mm -hmm. want to do, like I will figure out how to do it just because like I want us to be able to play it. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's there's no limit anymore. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. there's no mm -hmm. more limit. Yeah, actually, literally, I've seen you do Star Wars, <laughs> Super Mario <laughs> Brothers, Studio Ghibli, Attack on Titan. Oh yes, of course, Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah. and all the, all the pop songs. Do you know what you're not? Do you do you keep an eye on your YouTube? Do you know what your number one video is? Um, if it hasn't changed 
recently, it's probably our thong song video. Yes. <laughs> Which... By far number one. Like thousands ahead yeah, of all the other ones. One of our friends actually like kept nagging us to do it like he was like you guys got to do thong song like it would be so good and we're like yeah that's a bit of a scandalous song like maybe not and then during lockdown we're like okay let's do it and it it was really fun Rebecca, do you have any, you do mashups as well, and Mm. I really like them. Do you have any favorite mashups that you do between classical and then you you mash into a pop song? You've been doing a lot of that lately, it seems like. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? So, yeah, those are all Nisa's arrangements. I like all of them. Um, We recently recorded three of them. I think four of them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) can't count to four um i think my all-time favorite i think it'll have to be ed sheeran's shape of you and that one's mashed up with mozart's symphony number 40 have you heard Mm. that one i think i have what what do you let me look it up while you explain what you like about that one's a youtube short i'm pretty wait no yeah it's a short one yeah it's a short short yeah okay that's a short one um if you just search up mozart and ed sheeran it'll come up Uh uh-huh um yeah, what do you like so much about it? I well, I like both the the pieces individually, mm. and it just sounds even better together. It just mm. just feels so epic playing it. Like I feel like I'm the main character of a movie <laughs> when I play it. Like a lot of the times, I think that's why I really like playing our music so much. I honestly feel feel like this is all about me. Like it's about us, but you know, I'm like this movie's uh-huh. about me. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm getting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Main character. I'm the main character. Yeah. Main character energy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. No, I like that. Did, can Nisa, can you hear that in your head when you're listening to Mozart? <laughs> do you hear Ed Sheeran when you're... I do now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, my favorite, well, one that I found that I really liked uh, is your Vivaldi Winter with Billie Eilish, mm. Bad Guy. Mm. And that bass line, mm. it, it fits so well. Did it almost just come <laughs> yeah. to you? Or did you hear it when you're listening to Vivaldi? You're like, this would mash really um. easily. I don't remember. I think I remember Beck asking about, like, whether oh, those two fit. the transition? Or- no, whether those two fit together. It was like a conversation. I remember it was a conversation you two were having, like, saying how bad guy sounds like. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how most of these ideas come up is, like, we'll just be talking and then. Yeah. Or even, like, if we're sitting at, like, dinner. <laughs> Someone starts singing this and sings that over it, see if it works. Or in the car, you hear it on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's listen to a little of this. This this transition, though, you have to admit, is one of the the dopest, right? (laughs) Yeah. 
this is full-on production. This is the after hours video I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. Really oh, nice. Costume changes, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just cool, the way it matches. Now, I notice you guys sneaking peeks at each other. Is that just for drama, or do you actually look at each other for cues? <laughs> no, we actually of... do that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for? Are you looking for tempo? No, it's just, just vibes, yeah. connection. It's because hmm. it's like you're talking to each other. Do you look at anyone in particular, or you just kind of look around to see who's looking at you? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it's just whatever we feel. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's with the music, like like mm-hmm. cue each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's like we're in it together. Okay. Yeah, because no one's leading, right? You just kind of have to listen to each other. Um, yes and no. Yeah. There are times where one person will specifically lead oh, a okay. spot. Yeah, just so um, it's clear. Yeah. Mm, for like big, big moments or big emphasis. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. But yeah, it looks like you're just looking at each other and smiling <laughs> in this video. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I see that. Um, so I guess this is for for Jen. I see that you're doing some Taylor Swift covers coming up and some upcoming concerts. Is there any pop pop artists that you guys have heard that you are thinking about doing without maybe giving away too much? But are there any any pop things coming up that have really tickled you? Oh, no, we, we've got something in the works. We recently did the audio for it and we also filmed a vi- video for it. Um, like big production, sort of similar to actually more than the Mandalorian. And, um, should we say who it is? No, it's a, he's an Australian trance DJ. Oh, really? Okay. Fun. So something a bit different, yeah. Coming, coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Trance and a quartet. Okay. So is mm. Anna going to have some nice bass lines on there? She's got some percussion as bass well. Bass and drums. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you have a, You're going to bring in your drummer too. No, Anna's the. Drummer. Oh, she's the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Now, actually, I've never told you how I I found you guys. I saw you guys. You guys popped up on my Instagram. As part of the Candlelight series. Oh. And I didn't know oh. you were Aussie, actually. I just looked at oh. it. came up, and then I was like, oh, look, it's a quartet of Asian women. You know, I interview <laughs> Asian women all the time. So yeah. I was like, this would be cool. And then I, I realized you're in Melbourne. So very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's Do you so like cool. doing those? Do you, it, it looks dangerous a little bit. Like, you, have, <laughs> you can't move too much. <laughs> but are those fun to do? Are, yeah. they, are, they, are the audiences young and kind of different? Because it seems like they're trying to appeal to folks that may not go mm-hmm. to a classical symphony but they go to a quartet yeah. with mm-hmm. some candles yeah. <laughs> i think that's the best part about these um concerts is that they like as you said they appeal to everyone whereas if it's just classical music concerts it's really just targeted towards this one race and one age group really but candlelight uh-huh, concerts it's uh-huh. so inclusive and anyone can just come and have a good time mm. which is what music should be about so yeah. that it's been really fun yeah yeah, so the audience is anywhere from age yeah. 10 to well, 80. Even younger. You know? yeah. yeah, younger and older. Even younger, yeah. Do you have any, I mean, do you have fans come up to you after, like little girls yeah. or little boys, and they look at you and they say, hey, you look like me, or, you know, I, I just started my own. Yeah, we do have, like, a lot of kids that come, they're already learning an instrument, and then the parents will bring them up to us afterwards, be like, hey, my daughter's just learning cello. Um, she'd love to get a photo with you. Mm. And, yeah, it's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine. 
All right, last couple of questions here. So we talked a little bit about getting along and being a quartet. So Nisa, how, how do you deal with, so it seems like you, you do a little bit of the arranging. Do you do a little bit of the, the managing too of the group or how does, how does the leadership go in the, in the group? I, I do the arranging. Um, Beck is our social media queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> she does all the posts and stuff and um Jin I would say Jin is our manager like she does uh-huh. <laughs> she's very yeah, organized she... and <laughs> handles like a lot of like the logistical things and Annika um does a lot of like opportunity like we call it opportunity and like mm-hmm. um yeah trying to like find different things that we could do to um, kind of expand and yeah, like collabs or like contacting uh-huh. different venues where we can do like cool projects and stuff. So Great. we all have yeah, a job. That's, <laughs> outside yeah, so that's of another advantage. Yeah, another <laughs> advantage of having a quartet instead of going solos. You have division yeah. of labor. Yeah. Great. All right. And then Anna, I saw that you just got married. Yes. <laughs> um, so got to ask you, which is more of an emotional commitment, being in a quartet <laughs> or being married? <laughs> Wow. Wow. Well, I love this question. <laughs> well, these guys have been like day one, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Yeah, day two. <laughs> one, 1. 1.5. 1. <laughs> but did he know did he know full well that when he was marrying you that he's marrying the whole quartet as well in terms Ooh. of just Ooh. sharing time? <laughs> well, he also does a lot of work at night as well. So I think okay. it's very like balanced. Like now and like we both understand that oh we'll have nights where we're both out or like uh-huh. one of us is out working and yeah, so it's okay. Does he travel? Does he carry stuff for you? Does he like a uh, uh, stagehand um, at all? He does a lot of production, so he's done things with us like um he's recorded us, he's like vi- done <laughs> video things. Um, like he shot our Christmas video last year, um, with some of our friends and yeah, so he does do a lot All of right. hey, production can, things. Hey, got extra hands. Yeah. He's part of the quartet. Yeah, he's a good investment. <laughs> yeah, he's in, he's in. He's a keeper, yeah? <laughs> That's our requirement for these two. The next, <laughs> the, their, their next partner, they have to, you know, have to be upheld. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you sit them down and interview them and say, hey, here's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah submit your CV. Yeah. We joke about no, starting like an Instagram it. page for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hear that, guys. You got to be into the quartet if you're going to be into the girls. Uh, yeah. It's a full, full disclosure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, you survived... You survived the hard questions. Are you ready for our lightning round? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyone can answer. Favorite composer? Beethoven. Oh, Beethoven. yeah. Beethoven. Oh, Debussy. Mm. <laughs> mm. Do you have a favorite anime soundtrack? Since you, you've done a couple. <laughs> oh, gosh. Chainsaw Man. Attack on Titan. And your name. Oh, okay. There's a song. I don't know the name of the song, but there's a song from Naruto. That I think would be really good on quartet. I'll send it to you if I can think of the name. Oh, yeah, send it to us. Okay, okay. Um, what's currently... You want me to pick someone and ask that, or you want to all try to answer this one? Oh, we can all answer. 
Okay, yeah, just yell it out. (laughs) What's currently at the top of your playlist? Uh, I think mine is literally hard style. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is Poster Boy by Lynn Lapid. Yeah, she's come from California. Yeah, she's great. She's Filipina. Oh, like me. I want to interview her. So, Lynn, if you're listening, I really want to interview you. (laughs) She's really good. Yeah. Yeah. How about Jen or Annika? How do you check? <laughs> I'm pretty sure mine is ABC News, <laughs> which is our Australian like um, national broadcasting channel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well informed. Yeah. Annika, I have no idea. Go to your repeat song. Oh. I don't know how to do this. I like don't sort my music into playlists. I just have like all my liked songs mm. on shuffle so it's just random uh, all the so time. you can't tell which one is on there no. mm. all right if you didn't play your instrument what instrument would you play um out of the four of us or any instrument any instrument yeah mm. you want to stop <laughs> singing singing yeah uh, i really liked harp for a long time whoa mm. um, but i say mm. cello okay realistically yeah, yeah. Electric bass. Ah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I've been told that I give off bass energy. Bass, bass vibes. Okay, yeah. Girls who play bass are cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do give bass energy. Bass energy. Yeah. Um, I think looking back at if I was to go back and probably cello, but if I was to pick again when I was younger, probably maybe the flute. Whoa! Mm, that's how I felt back then. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. I I did see the three of you, not Annika, try to play cello. Oh at yes. Her wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> killed it. <laughs> yeah, you totally nailed that. You totally nailed it. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm Nisa. This is Rebecca and Jin. And for those of you who don't know, we play in a string quartet with Annika. So she's. The cellist. We don't know how to play cello, but it's her wedding day, so we're not gonna make her play cello, right? We're gonna play cello, and this is Mia and Sebastian's theme from a beloved movie of this, La La Land. Please enjoy. You can laugh if you want. like to end the segment by asking our guests to elevate and celebrate a member of the Asian community. We ask you to pick an infatuation. An infatuation is anyone in the Asian community, whether they are living or deceased, that has inspired you. So you can make either a group pick or individual picks or a couple picks. So Invictus Quartet, who is your infatuation? Well, we have individual ones, but collectively... Um, we do as well. Okay. Um, even though we're from Melbourne, Australia, we're actually very much um, in tune with like the American um, YouTubers. So I'd say for us growing up, like mm. Wong Fu, mm-hmm. um, we watched yeah. um, Michelle Phan, uh-huh. um, even yeah. Anna Akana for me a little bit as well. Um, uh, Jen M. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Ryan, Ryan, oh, he- Ryan, Ryan Higa. Higa. Higa yeah. Kev Jamba. Kev Jamba. 
Um, yeah, we all watched them growing up. Yeah. So they definitely shaped, I, I guess, yeah, at that age. Like they, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was someone we could relate to. Because you could, you don't see it. Like, we didn't see it growing up, you know, on TV. Mm. But these guys and their, their content was high quality. And, yeah. and sometimes it wasn't even Asian per se, you know, like that um, Strangers Again video. It wasn't necessarily mm. about Asians. But they just, the actors were mm. Asian, you know? So, yeah, mm, those yeah. guys, I'd love to have them on the podcast someday. Mm. All right, how about individually? Um, you want me to call on you or you want to just... Do you want to start? Okay. Um, right now, I'm a huge fan of Leve. She's half Chinese and half Icelandic. Oh, wow. She does a lot of, um, like, jazz music. Wow. And she plays the cello um, while singing. Oh, wow. She's really amazing. Yeah. Okay, add that to my list. Uh, how about Beck? Um, I've actually been watching Tiger Belly mm-hmm. for quite. Yeah, I'd say I think I discovered Bobby Lee maybe last year. I've just been listening to his stuff just when uh-huh. I'm just, yeah doing chores or whatever. I just play him in the just background. Crazy um, funny, yeah. yeah. He yeah, just really one of a kind, and it's yeah. just so cool seeing someone who just is so himself. Like sometimes uh-huh. doesn't give a shit at all, just so yeah, all over the place. But he's just so just so funny. Have you ever seen him on yeah. Hot Ones? Yes, he's yeah. a mess. Yeah, oh, I love that one. Yeah, that yeah. one. It was quite a while ago. That one's from like four or five <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he's he is one of a kind. He's really unique. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about Jin? Oh well, my my answer was the quartet answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, on that. that's okay. Yeah, no, that's I don't know. Yeah, no. I was just. I don't know. Actually, everything Beck said was my answer. <laughs> like growing up, yeah, not having yeah anything else but yeah on YouTube to actually like like that was relatable yeah. to how I felt. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's hard. It's gonna be hard to measure their impact because yeah, like thousands and thousands of of young people just watched them and saw themselves and you know heard their saw their face on the screen and saw their their voice out there it's kind of it was really powerful yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh how about annika um i only recently discovered um this violinist called charles yang and he is a violinist and vocalist and he i watched his um actually he just popped up on instagram one day and he was just so like he's like a rock star mm. and he's just so charismatic and I, I just saw this like Asian man with his violin in like a bandana and like he just opened his mouth and he just he let out this like really rocky bluesy like huh. sound and I was like whoa like that's not what I expected at all and like yeah. he's just a great vocalist and um really energetic um and passionate player and yeah, I've just been really enjoying his videos. It's been really cool seeing what he does because he composes and like writes, um, yeah, the music that he wow. plays, and it's really cool. Yeah. All right, great picks, everyone. Those are all. Those are all great picks. Some I've heard of, some I haven't heard of. Yeah. Well, today you're our infatuation, Invictus Quartet. Thank you for coming on the show Yay. with us today. Thank you so much Thank for having you. us. Absolutely, and so I think that just about does it. For episode 105, we'd like to thank our guests, Rebecca, Jin, Annika, and Nisa. Best of luck in your careers. You got anything, well, you teased a little bit coming up. Do you have uh, plans in the future? Just kind of keep chugging along and doing small concerts and collabs and 
and we're going to release our own music soon. Oh, are you really? Okay. Yeah, keep an eye on oh. that. Um, we'll send you our video when it comes out as well, the one that Jim was talking about. Oh, perfect. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, so everyone out there, you can go to InvictusQuartet.com or you can follow them on social media at Invictus Quartet on all the platforms that you might see videos, TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. And as I mentioned, you can always follow us at Infatuation Podcast on Facebook or Instagram or email us at InfatuationPodcast at gmail.com. We'll put all these details in the show notes. And so wherever you get your podcast, please give us a follow and maybe a rating or a like if you can. And so on behalf of Invictus Quartet and myself, we hope that you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.